स्मार्ट कास्ट लिसनिंग टू अंदुस्तान टाइम्स प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट वेलकम टू दिस एपिसोड ऑफ किक्स फॉर फ्री इन विच वी डिस्कस ऑल थिंग्स फुटबॉल आई एम भार्गव शर्मा एंड विथ मी इज दिमान सरकार it has been a difficult few weeks for liverpool uh, the reigning premier league champions have failed to score in any of their last four league games uh, they have failed to win their last five and to make matters worse they have been knocked out of the fa cup by their most uh, bitter rivals man united uh, sunday night's fifth round game at old trafford was uh, quite an entertaining one to watch uh, united went behind then got back in the game uh and took the lead in the second half then conceded an equalizer uh, and then took the lead again uh, which this time they managed to maintain so it was a great week for united top spot in the premier league and a place in the last 16 of the fa cup uh for liverpool though things have gone downhill since their 7-0 win at crystal palace last month Uh, Devan, I know Liverpool have had quite a few injuries this season, but it's uh, really surprising, isn't it, to see them uh, struggle for form like this? Yeah, I mean, uh, look, they are on a bit of a slippery slope now. Yes, uh, and I think that the problems in front actually stem from three words: Virgil Van Dijk. Hmm. I mean, and I don't say this simply because of his ability as a defender, which is uh, beyond debate, really. but the point i'm trying to make here is that for a team that plays in a certain way they they are insistent on a high line high press they have morading runs by the full backs it is imperative that someone sets it rolling from mm. the back mm-hmm. and what's his name jordan henderson pickford jordan no, pickford sorry jordan pickford yes yeah. so he has really put weight to that idea mm. with a reckless challenge mm. i mean I know that injuries to other central defenders haven't helped, uh, mm. but Van Dijk's absence is something that Liverpool have not really been able to come to terms with. Mm. So you know the the famous front line trio of uh, Salah, Mane, and Firmino have obviously struggled, mm. and I think that struggle has a lot to do with Van Dijk's absence. Mm. You know, it was Van Dijk who would play those sweeping balls to the fullbacks now. it was underscored the point i'm trying to make is has been underscored by trent alexander arnold's lack of form now mm-hmm. uh on sunday with united again uh, choosing to attack uh, more from the left alexander arnold was busy containing a very impressive marcus rashford wasn't he and so liverpool may have scored twice but i really think that united bossed this fa cup fourth round tie i understand both teams made changes uh, i mm-hmm. also understand that top does not take this uh, competition or the Liverpool does not take this competition seriously. I mm. get all that, but you know, it was it was really interesting to see the way United commanded mm. uh, respect in Sunday's tie. 
And to me, the moments that stood out uh, where, you know, there's a Cavani backheel in the second half uh, mm-hmm. that summed up United's attitude and confidence. But the mm-hmm. pass didn't go to feet. But how often have we seen United do that in Liverpool's back then? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was also early in the game, uh, I think before either team had scored, there was Greenwood putting on his dancing shoes in, in, in the Liverpool penalty box. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall that happening often mm-hmm. against a team of Liverpool stature. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as saying that, you know, it's 1999 all again, uh, all mm-hmm. over. And But I, the signs are all there. I mean, including coming mm-hmm. from behind to beat Liverpool in a fourth round FA Cup tie. Mm-hmm. And so I get it why people are saying that, you know, we could really see a resurgence that could mm-hmm. take us to where 1999 was. Obviously, they will not win in Europe because they're out of that competition. Mm. Uh, but I understand why people are saying what they are. Yeah, I mean, United uh, have seemed very confident uh, in recent weeks. And yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that game on Sunday just went on to show how much uh, they've really improved. I mean, last season, before Bruno Fernandes was signed, uh, United was so visibly struggling uh, in terms of yeah. creativity. Uh, and that, that hasn't been the case this season. Uh, but we'll get back to United in a bit. I think, obviously, mm-hmm. the biggest story so far uh, in the early parts of 2021 has been uh, Liverpool's poor form. Uh, but mm-hmm. one positive for them uh, on Sunday would be the fact that uh, Mohamed Salah got those two goals uh, because they desperately need their forwards back in form. Uh, it hasn't helped them that Diogo Jota, who got off to such a flying start after signing for them, uh, he has been sidelined by injury in uh, recent weeks. Uh, but you really expect more of a side that has, you know, dominated the Premier League uh, and won the Champions League uh, in in the last two seasons. So, I do feel Liverpool uh, still are very much in the league title race. Ah, indeed, indeed. You can ignore them at your peril, of course. Yeah, of course. They are just uh, six points behind. And it has been such a strange season, you know. Uh, very competitive uh, and obviously it would not be wise to write someone off, mm. especially someone of uh, Liverpool's stature. Uh, but they have a difficult few games ahead of them. I mean, starting with Tottenham away uh, because uh, mm. of their next five games, they'll be playing Tottenham away, then Man City at home and Leicester away. So right. if they want to close the gap, they will have to win uh, most of these uh, big games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure they'll be looking to bounce back in that game uh, against Spurs, which kicks off early on Friday, Indian time. And mm. after Sunday's loss, Klopp has said, you know, it was a good test for us tonight. For our mm. next opponent, we play Tottenham and they obviously are not too bad in counter-attacking as well. Mm. So, yeah, we should do better. Mm. But I know the boys will do better. This was his comments after the game uh, on Sunday. Mm. So, and, and he'll also hope that, you know, having rested Matip from the FA Cup tie, uh, it would help his somewhat thin on experience central defense uh, deal with Spurs speed better. And Spurs, like he's mentioned, you know, Spurs do hit on the break and they have very speedy players who can do that. Hmm. Also, Mourinho's team knows what it uh, has, what it feels like being in pole position. Uh, and and hmm. they haven't lost, I think, since, since December 20 when Leicester City beat them 2-0. Now, that again was a defeat that came soon after they'd lost to Liverpool 1-2. But hmm. since that game against Leicester... Spurs have played seven games across three domestic competitions and have won five. Mm-hmm. And that includes one against Leeds United. And I mentioned Leeds United because that's a team 
which mm. can flourish and frustrate in equal measure. So you never know mm. what you're going to get, what kind of Leeds United is going to turn up against you. And Spurs look very confident dealing with that team. So again, uh, the, the team that's cornering all the glow in England mm. now are Manchester United. And, and yeah. God knows when that last happened. You know, They've set the marker down with speedy, skillful forwards. Bruno Fernandes, like you've already mentioned, continues to be an in, con, in, mm. inspirational. You know, what a mm. jaw-dropping free kick on Sunday that gave the yeah. world's best goalkeeper no chance. I mean, we can call Alisson the world's best goalkeeper, right? I mean, mm. see, the, the only competition would be the other Brazilian who plays for City. So, Edison. Um, and he had no chance with that free kick. So, And what's been even more refreshing for those who follow United is the fact that, you know, Pogba's return mm. to form. And he's tracking back with gusto and... Uh, getting into challenges, that to go along with his unquestionable ability of going forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should not forget that, you know, it was his challenge that set going United's equalizer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should ensure that, you know, it does not get lost in all talk about the quality of Rashford's ball for Greenwood, that 60-65 yard pass that was measured to perfection. But it was mm-hmm. Pogba's challenge that set it going. Yeah, absolutely. And Pogba, definitely. I mean, he's uh, faced a lot of criticism. Uh, he has, in fact, faced a lot of criticism over all these uh, four and a half seasons that uh, he has spent at United. Uh, in yeah, his, and it doesn't help that his agent comes up with brilliant comments like he's not happy and he wants to go and whatever. I mean, it doesn't really help his cause, I think. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, we have seen the kind of Pogba that we usually see uh, playing for France. Uh, for I mean, France, yes. He has yes. been playing with a lot of gusto, a lot of freedom. Uh, and mm-hmm. really, I mean, uh, without him, I mean, I think he's been key to Bruno Fernandes playing the way that he is. Uh, he's really the engine of this United team. Uh, and mm-hmm. United's form in general will definitely please uh, their fans. I mean, we have seen United earn 21 points from losing positions uh, this season. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. They've, they've scored late winners in the league against Brighton, Southampton, Wolves. Uh, and even right. uh, apart from these three games, they've uh, won quite a few games by uh, one-goal margins. Uh, especially games where they haven't really dominated proceedings. Always the sign of a good team, I would say. Yeah, and a lot of these results are down to the fact that they've got some great uh, individual talents who, who can produce some uh, you know match-winning moments like Pogba did uh, mm. against Fulham, against Burnley. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest positives that United and Solskjaer's time uh, as manager is that, you know, it's the way that they have recruited. Uh, I mean, if you look at uh, ma- the major signings under Solskjaer, uh, Dan James, okay, he hasn't been as uh, influential for United, but uh, Juan mm-hmm. Bissaka is now a starter, a regular starter, very important to United. Uh, Harry Maguire is very important to United. Bruno mm-hmm. Fernandes, of course. Uh, I mean, it's difficult to see United without him. That's how influential he has been. And they have really strengthened their bench as well. Because last season, if you look at the uh, you know, last few games, especially in the Europa League, there was a lot of criticism, especially when they lost to Sevilla. Because uh, you know, he was uh, reluctant to make substitutions. Because right. it seemed like he wasn't really confident. Confident uh, about the bench. Yeah, about the bench. So now they have got players like Vandemic, uh, Teles, Cavani. Mm-hmm. Cavani is also starting games once yeah. in a while. So they've really strengthened their squad. And I think one can confidently say that this squad is a lot better than the one that Solskjaer inherited at the end of 2018. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you, Vargav. You know, and, and I think you know, at some point in time, some credit should also go to Ed Woodward because mm. there's been a lot of talk about United not appointing the kind of personnel that, let's say, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, City had done it for a while. You mm. know, having somebody who takes care of the player recruitment side of things. Uh, so, so mm. you have you have Michael Edwards at Liverpool. Mm. You had, uh, you know, you now have Edu. You had Sunley at Arsenal. Mm. You've always had Begiristain at uh, City. So mm. United stuck to the tried and tested model of keeping mm. uh, somebody like Woodward. And mm. whatever be the reason between Woodward and Shostak, they have really mm. made some very good recruitments. I mean, you mentioned Cavani. I mean, he has been valued for money. He was free, right? He was on. Mm. He, he came on a free, free transfer. transfer, right? Yeah. So now. For a person who comes on a free transfer to be able to add the kind of quality that he has to mm. an attacking lineup that is already fizzing with quality, I think yes, I completely agree with you that you know this United team is now better than the one that Solskjaer had at the end of 2018. Mm. Uh, you know, and and the good thing is that they are now beginning to look solid at the back, mm. and therefore a complete contained unit. I think McTominay has really grown into his role yeah. uh, from from. How the season started. Mm-hmm. Fred has been solid, and uh, you know the back four uh, fullbacks are making you know the the making the sorties. Look at Luke Shaw, uh, and they're snuffing out delivery routes as well. Okay, yeah. I I know that you know it is fair to apportion some portion of the blame for Salah's first goal to Luke Shaw. Yes, uh, on Sunday because mm-hmm. he did switch off, and when the ball travelled over Lindelof, he let Salah go, and you can't let Salah go in that kind of an area. But mm-hmm. you know, it seems more like an aberration because. Luke Shaw has been making telling contributions, and uh, you know he's mm. now their go-to guy for corner kicks. Yeah, uh, and United, you know, pardon the mixed metaphor, have really come alive from dead ball situations. So <laughs> they are they are second best to Chelsea in the league. Mm. So you know it brings me back to your point about recruitment again, because mm. you know would Shaw have been what he is? Had Alex Telles and Brandon Williams not added to the fight for places? Yeah, I mm. like mm. it. You improve with competition, and Absolutely. and you have the higher at goal because mm. uh, reliable. So, mm. so you know it is understandable that United are playing down all mm. talk of being title contenders. You know anybody would, mm. but I can't think of a time since Alex Ferguson look, left that they mm. looked this consistent. Mm. And and I think it's it's appropriate to quote Solskjaer here because he said, "Layer by layer, we are getting better and better at winning tight games." Mm-hmm. So it's it's difficult to disagree with him on this. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they do seem like genuine title contenders at this point. Uh, of course, we've just reached the midway point of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also really surprising how, I mean, narratives can change in football in just a matter of a few weeks. Because a uh, mm-hmm. few weeks back, we had seen bookmakers uh, slashing odds on uh, Solstar being the next, uh, next Premier League manager to be sacked. We are seeing serious questions being asked of Solskjaer in December when mm. United were knocked out of the Champions League. Uh, but right now, of course, he's, in defi- he's definitely in no danger of uh, losing his job, at least in the near future. Uh, but United do still have a long way to go. I mean, oh, this season, we are yet to see United beat one of the what we call the big six teams uh, in the league. I mean, they've drawn, uh, drawn a few games. Uh, they've lost to Arsenal. They've lost to Tottenham. Uh, they're mm-hmm. drawn against Chelsea, Liverpool, City. Uh, but we'll have to see how they fare in these games in the 
second half of the season because uh, you know mm. games against city uh, tottenham liverpool could be six pointers as they say in england so maybe that win over liverpool in the fa cup uh, can help them build some uh, momentum for these kind of big teams uh, in the yeah, 1999 once again because after they beat liverpool i think yeah. united were up to yeah yeah absolutely uh, but i mean for now i think uh, i still personally believe that Uh, Manchester City are still the favorites for the Premier League title, uh, but thing is they've lost uh, Kevin De Bruyne for a few weeks, so we'll have to see how they react to De Bruyne missing the next few games. Yes, I mean, uh, see, any team will miss a player of De Bruyne's ability, and that that mm. goes without saying. But mm. I think, like you mentioned, the City are looking solid now, and City mm. know what it takes to win uh, league titles. Uh, so yeah. they've they've done it. So mm. they haven't lost since November 21 last year. I think when they went down zero uh, two to Spurs, mm. and since then they've notched up some really convincing wins. And Fulham, Marseille, mm. Chelsea, mm. Arsenal, United have all been beaten, and often in some style. Mm. So they've now won ten games in a row, and that hasn't happened since 2018-19. Mm. So you know it isn't without reason that you're saying you know, it's 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 it is obvious that City is one of the the front runners for the title now. Mm-hmm. and it's interestingly you know city's surge has a lot to do with the performance of center backs mm-hmm. the point that we were making earlier in the conversation that mm-hmm. it is you know it is because stones and diaz are scoring goals city have got out of certain games and the important thing is of course they're solid at the back but mm-hmm. they are also instrumental in taking the team helping the team notch up wins so you know i also think that with de bruyne's absence could also mean that the likes of cancelo foden sterling gundogan mares they could really step into the breach and they have these are players of serious quality that we are talking about so mm. of course de bruyne will be missed but any other team uh, you could have said you know it could have really really affected their chances of going all the way mm. but with city and given their depth i think they could uh, ride out the absence of uh, de bruyne mm. and but the thing is you know with leicester spurs and everton two in the mix along with city liverpool and united mm. i think the race to the title is really really getting interesting now yeah i mean the, in a few weeks i think maybe one or two of these teams uh, may drop out of the title race uh, if they drop a few points but i think this is really shaping up to be a very close uh, very thrilling uh, season See you next time then. This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on @htsmartcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and write to us at podcast@hindustantimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at @dhimanht and at @bhargav sharma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.